Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of The Alchemist Club, which isn't really an episode, it's kind of an episode. No Dungeons and Dragons will take place during this episode. We ran out of budget. We're yeah. sorry. We're waiting. <laughs> we ran out of lack of budget. If you people would just donate to Patreon, <laughs> we wouldn't have to do clip shows to save on the animation budget. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in fact uh joe is on strike he's uh he's actually now asking that we pay him to to continue playing and yeah uh, and he wants to be let out of the basement for one hour a day too yeah get some sunlight my demands are not unreasonable it's cold, man. You don't want to go Make out there. Make him a DM of a podcast for a couple of years. And, and I tried telling him that the air outside is an atomic wasteland and everybody has been turned into mutant lizards, but apparently he's, and I quote, dying of vitamin D deficiency. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we're doing this now. Quote, quite skeptical. Anyway, I'm Joe, your host and not dungeon master for this for this episode of the alchemist club fact checker are you our fact checker this week is this what's going i mean technically i suppose yes but i don't know that my memory is going to be any better than yours <laughs> no. well we'll retcon some things don't worry i have and so my, the um I have my so we, have, we have to find the origins of robo falrock somewhere in there yeah. The list of goofs for this episode's wiki page is just going to be a mile long it's yeah. fine yeah. Anyway, um, what we're doing here is a recap episode, which we mentioned briefly last week, and I was like, that's a swell idea, um, for all of the reasons that were listed there. Namely, that if somebody wanted to jump in here at episode 109, they could do that if they wanted to. Plus, it would let people skip over all of the really crappy audio for like the first 40 episodes that we did. Yeah. Forty? Um, 40's optimistic. Oh. I no, I think it is around it was, 40. It was right around 40 that we switched over to OBS. It was 40 for the OBS stuff, but then we, we've had some other weird... Well, the like, val- the volume okay. stuff. <laughs> well, you, you in can't my ears. an ASMR episode. Yep. We, had. <laughs> we, we have a long and storied history of doing strange things to your ear holes. Look. If wow. This is, um, if this we're is leaving that in. in points. Okay. Um, thank you for listening. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, joining me, the cast of the Alchemist Club today, we have Daniel, who usually plays uh, Ched Fleek. Kale, I'm along for the ride. I don't remember shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Zach. The the tallest dwarf you ever did see. I'm Matt, and I stopped playing, or I stopped taking notes like 40 episodes ago, so. <laughs> I'm Waffle, and I'm here to present to you an idealized retelling. <laughs> you, know what, you know what the worst part about this is? Is that Waffle actually has the best recollection out of anybody other than me because he oh, yeah. has listened to all of them again. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're, so we're gonna get the Jetsian version of everything. Yes, of uh, retconning uh, goofs and gaffs. Uh, let's let's start with the uh, the the Bloodhound uh, Saskia 
Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, Chad. That never happened. Oh, yes! Ding, ding, ding. All right. <laughs> All right. Joe, would you like to start us off? In the beginning, the party found themselves in yon dungeon. We need to go back a little bit further. Okay. Once <laughs> when upon the world a time, began. there was an amazing nation called Jux. Look, Waffle, you are not no. in character no. for this no. recap episode. No. <laughs> I don't want to be Yeah, you're getting, you're getting two solid vetoes <laughs> on this version of the retelling. Damn. I feel, like right. we need, I feel like we need a veto system that if anybody gets too far off base, we just veto. We woke up in a dungeon. Specifically, yep. we woke up in individual cells in a dungeon. Hey, he gave yeah. us underpants. Yeah, we I did. did. I did give you underpants this but time. Not um, or body hair. To, to quote the description that I wrote for the first episode, five strangers awaken in a dark, foul place. Check. To find their freedom, they must contend with the fiendish gauntlet of unlocked doors. Check. Pre-murdered guards. Check. Tasteful nudity. It was pretty tasteful. And it was PG-13. Yeah, that's tasteful. Their greatest foe since beginning the adventure moments earlier. A tyrannical cult willing to shave dwarves in pursuit of their evil ends. <laughs> we were indeed shaven for yep. quite a significant chunk of the campaign. Yeah. And I'm only also... recently has my lustrous locks resumed their uh, previous princely length. I'm also I don't going think to they have new... actually, considering how many times you've been electrocuted or burnt you know that's, burnt, the, like... that's the great thing though um storm sorcerer i have resistance to lightning damage but <laughs> only in a case where it would make me look worse <laughs> <laughs> i'm also i'm going to veto you just reading the episode synopses <laughs> i was only gonna do it for the first one okay <laughs> yeah um we we all got out of our cells and we all mm -hmm. met up and um I remember this very clearly. Um, Ched dropped that amazing one-liner that has become the sort of like shibboleth for the entire fandom whenever they meet up. He went, Craw -craw! <laughs> Yeah, okay, that, sure. That was, that was a great line. It's still like, it resonates with me to this day. <laughs> uh, Amazingly, so yeah, we... I have no, recollec no recollection of this amazing, you say pun? One-liner. 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 Yeah. One-liner. I mean, it's a, it's a deep cut for the true fans. Okay. Everything that happened before episode 50 is a deep cut for the true fans. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah we, we left that room. That we adventured exciting. around. We eventually ran into some people, didn't kill them, because well, there was a whole bunch of them. No, and not we, much we, we definitely killed one of them. We, we, right, but that guy also stabbed Tarjux. Like, he, he, yeah, he came it. at us. We, we started our habit of... Uh, halfway starting combat, then negotiating our way out of it. Yep. Uh-huh. From minute one. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, we ran into Ingloria, who we were terrified of. Which, yeah. let me, we ran, like, we ran into A. That is the, the point at which, like, the entire tone of the podcast was set. When you, <laughs> you encountered a mysterious woman who was electrocuting the leader of that cult chapter in a fountain... She appraised you, gave you mysterious advice, left you a gift, and you did not even ask her name. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, then we left. We were like, you know what? Cult hideouts, no place for an adventuring party. And we continued on to a small town called Stonebrook. Yeah. 
We uh, we made friends with some locals. Uh, maybe you got a little too friendly. We, we uh, literally cast friend on some noble or some locals. Uh, charm. Right? It was charm person. Charm person. Yeah, yep. charmed, yeah. yeah, we charmed a guard. I charmed a guard. And then Terajax tried to play it out. Oh, you were just tired. Had a bunch of drink. And he's like, um... No. I'm pretty sure you well, fucking charmed me. <laughs> well, we cast sleep on him, so he doesn't know you shit. You did, yeah. He cast but then he woke sleep up. on him and then gaslighted everybody <laughs> in the town into thinking that he had drunk too much. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and th that he was an alcoholic, yeah. 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 Because you're the um, heroes. And then the yeah. mayor of that town was like, hey, the Nolish Mafia is giving me some trouble. And we're like, oh, Nolish Mafias are our specialty. <laughs> And I he don't sent think a bunch they were that organized to be a mafia, but we sent did a bunch of unwashed work. hobos to go kill gnolls, and yeah. we did it. Huh. Yeah. Um, okay, we went to some uh, some forested area. We found yeah. a, a clearing in the middle. Right. Killed some gnolls. Yeah. 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 Killed some good. gnolls. Uh, got got rewarded. Got, yeah. Came back. You know, got clothes. Basic gear. Uh. Yeah, traded in our old raggedy cultist robes that we had stolen from the cultists for actual clothes. Nobody and remembers. Then we, like and then we set off for the big city, what the was Shining that? Apple. Christopher? We went to Junk. Wasn't that the mushroom part, or are we not there? No, the no, mushroom, no, 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 mushroom yeah. part's yeah. in the city. Yeah, that was in yeah. the underground. Yeah, we found out the Tarjex has a dark and mysterious past. Uh, and not necessarily so mysterious, because we learned about it this early, but, you know... <laughs> It, it was uh, dark and uh, ostracizing, I guess. Yeah. Since, ah, yeah. You know. Found out that he's a wanted a criminal. Really? Did they ostracize Tarjux or did Tarjux ostracize them? It was I mean, probably the second you... one. But they're the ones who have the larger society. So you were, you were a little wanted bit of column A, a little bit of column B. For suspected treason and destruction of military secrets. Yeah. I mean, I, the latter one is definitely true. So, yeah. it's it's a good time. Projects so, um, would never betray. Oh, you. we, we, we joined uh, for a hot minute. Hang, hang on, we we forgot something. We we found when we were in the cultist place. We at forgot the, the box. We found yeah. Oh, found that's right. We box. forgot the box that kicked off this whole bullshit <laughs> that we're now in. Yeah. Which is why we went to Jux because we, we went to just the. Uh, it. You couldn't have yeah, though. We, we should have just get fucked off and started a farm a in the well. world. You know what? I would not be opposed to running a D&D &D campaign that's just your farmers, and you have to survive. <laughs> I'd totally be down for that, actually. Um, so yeah, we sent... There was a box that was covered in draconic writing, um, and we would later discover a terrible secret inside. But first, we had to go get it decoded at the Hall of Mysteries. Yep. Uh, so we sent the box off, and we had to kill some time while doing that. So we thought, hey, mercenary work. That sounds doable. Yep. And we joined the Shiver Guard. Before that, to make money, I was just like... Oh, yeah, we did all sorts of dumb, odd jobs. Oh, yeah. and, and, oh right. Except that, for Desmond, who just went and got paid. Desmond <laughs> went and caused a scene at his temple mm -hmm. and got paid to leave. I mean, was it really a scene, or was it just Desmond at a temple? The two are indistinguishable. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, once we had gotten our official commemorative Shimmer Guard ID badges, uh, we were given the task to go investigate disappearances of hobos in the sewers. Mm -hmm. And what did we find there? 
Fungus Among Us. I knew you were going to do that. It still surprised me for some reason. I mean, that was the title of the episode. Yeah. I know. I know. Um, There was rats covered in fungus. There was walls covered in fungus. There was a bomb covered in fungus. Um, I very nearly died, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a near, is a near thing. Um one of your first very nearly dies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, a mm-hmm. gentle brush with death instead of a full out make a uh, full on makeout session Didn't like we... I would move towards later. Didn't we run into like somebody related to the uh oh, crap. Some like underlord before we went down. Oh, the we ran into of an emissary of the Prince of Coin. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Comes, there were there were rumors stirring back into then. this much later. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's Then we met a bunch of myconids down beneath the city, and uh, we, using Desmond's immense ability to eat psychotics, psychedelics, (laughs) maybe a little both, um, we brokered a treaty of sorts between the myconids and the people above. And no more would they harm hobos in their pursuit to actually save hobos, it turned out. Yeah, that's exactly what happened, actually. (laughs) They just wanted to help, and they did that by covering things in fungus. They Mm -hmm. just wanted to communicate, and they needed to infect people with fungus to do that. And then, episode 11 is where we learned that Tarjux has a cool past. That he'd been ostrich-sized for years. I'd been the size of a bird. Daniel, I will kick you out of this Discord server. Yes. Um, I will kick you out of this Discord server. (laughs) We ran into... um, Was her name Irene? Yeah. You don't remember? Don't even remember her name. It was Irene Eldrin. No, it was Eileen. Because you were were all singing the song. No. It's definitely Irene. Um, So... Tarajux likes things to be free, and the Juxian High Command was like, hey, let's wage war by enslaving things, specifically a storm elemental. And he's like, nope, that that's not going to fly, boss. I'm going to burn down your lab and murder a couple scientists. <laughs> and uh, some other people got implicated in that, unfortunately. And uh, Irene wants a... Uh, proud soaring member of the Juxian Glider Corps, much like Tarajux, found herself in the role of a Amir Town Guard and uh, warned Tarajux that uh, even now the the forces that be were intent on finding and hanging him. And so we were like, oh no. And then everyone understood a little bit why Tarajux was always in disguise while in Jux. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except for yep. the one time that it mattered. Yep. Where he just forgot. Where this was yep. a long day. Um, so we we decided at that point. Well, I think first the box was solved, right? Yeah, yep. the box was the solved, hatch, and then shortly thereafter blood. we left. The hatchling blood. We we had vials mm. of. Yep, found out that that's what that was. And we're like, wow, we can't wait to sell this expensive loot. Uh huh. Um, Except and we then could we, because we wanted to we, leave. We left. Well, we left because we got ambushed by true churchers. 
in the, I, in, in the streets. Nah, I don't yeah. think they were true churches. I forget if they were true churches or not, well, but they were they definitely were bandits. Bandits. Someone ambushed them. I think they were just the mafia. They were, they were rivals. They were, they, were um, they were rivals to the Prince of Coin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. And that, well, anyways, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, is where we acquired the fame the world famous siege crossbow that Leyland himself now uses that you can get on the official Leyland <laughs> no, action no, figure no. <laughs> uh-huh. the very same yeah, prop the prop that they used in the movie did i get it there or did i get it in the saskia a one to one replica no, that, was, that was where it was you got it there I because they were using thing. it against I'm you. Almost certain it was. Uh, we got that during the fight with Levi and the boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Levi and the boys. That's what they, That's their names. And then uh, we left the city, and absolutely nothing bad happened afterwards. Yeah. And no. We no lived, of course not. You know, happily ever Ched, after. Ched didn't just walk up to. Uh, Leyland did well, not get impaled. There's, there's a. Yeah. Bu- isn't there a well? Part? Hang on. There's a thing yes, in between. There's a big an thing important in thing in between. Oh right. Yeah. This oh, waffle yeah, doesn't have access to this because the, uh, we're sleeping. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're all just having a good snooze and wake up and yep, someone's injected all of us with hatchling We've been blood. jabbed. Definitely. We still have but it's no not our own people. idea yeah. who that is. A hundred episodes yeah. later, yeah. do we? We we did don't. zona. We did zone of truth, <laughs> and it was none of us. Definitely not any of us. You're right. Hey, it's like. I Wait, can't fucking figure out who it, like it would that? have been. Was it you, Desmond? <laughs> what? We did Zone of Truth and nobody revealed the secret, so. Yep. <laughs> hey. Hold up. <laughs> Hold on a sec. <laughs> we did Zone of Truth and we all denied having done it. Yeah. It wasn't we didn't reveal the secret, it's that we all, all denied having injected each other. Yep. Right, but it, like, but did if, we? Yes, but if Desmond was the one running the spell, he could have he could have fudged the numbers. All I'm saying is, we know that Aquila <laughs> has been up to some shifty shit. You, you make I a mean, obviously make a charisma save. <laughs> we believe you guys never figured that out. I like that. Yeah, it, you've had literal years to think yeah. about this. Anyways, um, so yeah, we fought. No, I've been holding on to that for like two years now, and you're just gonna brush past it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we'll, yeah. we'll come back Wait, to that. In a are minute. you saying you actually did it? Maybe. Who's to say? We, we may never know. Um, <laughs> we can't we'll, learn we'll anything. New. It's only the recap. Yeah, this episode. is a recap yeah. episode. You can't learn new information. You can't have content. <laughs> We fought Saskia because Ched was a dog and wanted nuzzles. Yep. And then Leyland got nuzzles, but to his innards. Being sly. It was a horrible fight. Knew he was a guy. But it starts our amazing track record of always kicking Saskia's ass. (laughs) And doing it in the most, like, ham-fisted, desperate way possible. And I'll be—I'll remind you that Leyland had a pretty significant hole in his chest at the end yeah. of that fight. Yes. Yeah, yep. but it, it healed quite nicely. All of his organs are intact. All yeah, he has left are psychic scars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, 
And then we discovered something amazing in the forest, in the woods, a gate that led oh. nowhere. Or did it? Um, yeah. And after a lot of back and forth, uh, we we entered a gate to the Feywild and passed their trials and met therein the Lady of Blossoms, Lady Blossom. Yeah. And that hasn't become a problem for us at all. <laughs> and that has been no. so helpful. <laughs> Lady Blossom has been nothing other than unfailingly polite and helpful to you. Yeah, okay. Um, and I believe she she gave us a lift, basically, right? Like, teleported yeah, us a couple hundred it. miles. Mm -hmm. Basically, mm -hmm. what, right outside of Agaton? Yeah. Uh, well, no, no, it was ways off. It was just outside of uh, Aldrax. Because we still had to do the, the whole tearful goodbye to Shed the Horse. Yep. Oh, Gus. Sil yeah. Silvermane? No. Um, oh. Yeah, so we visited... Um, a town in Aldrax that kind of sucked because it was like racially segregated, and oh, like most right. Aldrax, and then uh, and we still had a cart at that time. It was Saskia's cart, and we're like, we got to get rid of this cart. We can't keep having Ched as a horse pull this cart. Yeah. Um, and so we we did that. We got a little spending cash, and then we uh, vanished in the night to continue our journey. Um, and. Oh, yeah, that's right. We got arrested in Agaton, suspected Agaton. for arson. You sure yeah. did. Well, we got arrested for being out after curfew. Yeah, yeah I'm, which made I'm you still walking in after, life. We're walking in after curfew. Someday, yeah. when I'm like, I'm going to return when I'm like level 18, I'm going to destroy mm -hmm. that guard's life. I, I don't mean just like I'm going to fireball him. I mean, I'm like, I'm going to, it's going to be some sinister shit. <laughs> I'm going to impersonate his wife telling his son that he doesn't love them like, hey hey hey, hang on whoa we're we're getting too far ahead of ourselves here remember this is a recap episode we can't have content <laughs> you're right um i'm pretty sure i promised to do all of that in that episode though you there there was lots of of anger and upsetness and promises for vengeance yeah um it, it so hasn't dulled is what i'm saying he's still like so number three on the shit list Great. So we get there, we get out, we meet the, the Duchess. Um, ah, but first we met Falrock's fetching bride-to-be, Amber. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. She was still. then, hopefully, but... Hopefully is still. <laughs> yeah, and then we met the Duchess. Um, who, mm -hmm. I'm going to interject and say, is probably one of my favorite NPCs that I've ever oh, made. Oh, she's fantastic. Absolutely. Like, and now we have this amazing reference from the new Resident Evil trailer to... Oh, God. <laughs> Instead of height, it's width. <laughs> I kind of pictured both. It's but... entirely lost on me. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, the Duchess is great. She was very helpful. Yeah. Um, we found out... Uh, she told, us to go, she told us to go fix Agaton because they were like, that ah, shit keeps burning down. And we we're like, oh, well, we we could maybe do something about that. And it turns out, yeah, we could. This was yeah. also we also paid respect to Falrock's granddad. That's mm -hmm. a big reason why we went there in the first a place. A whole reason for going there in the first place. And yeah. this is where we meet volunteer fire marshal Desmond Brineswell. Yes. All oh, right. 
Because it turns out after Falrock got really mad and burned up some Eldraxans for trying to kidnap a bunch of dwarves and sell them into slavery, uh, fires kept happening around Agaton, and we had to get to the bottom of it and figure out why. And it turns out everybody was trying to intim- uh, trying to imitate Falrock uh, by burning other shit down. And yeah, they were not the best. They sucked they were, at it. They were not good, and they should not no. have been doing it. Uh, so we told the Duchess, she's like, don't worry, I'll teach them how to be better terrorists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she basically took over that little covert operation, so. so Did I get myself fun. a medal? Maybe? So yeah, once yeah. we once we resolved everything in Agaton, uh, we, we, we wished everyone the best, the and then we went we, to the Underway. Yep, mm-hmm. the Dwarven Highway, yep. Uh, yeah. Because we were and headed we, for the big city. The, we found the big a big apple. hole. We found a big hole in it. There's a big yeah. hole in the highway. Yep. Mm-hmm. Many of them, to, actually. Yeah. But one specific that led to a ancient tower that, among other things, had the... Uh, that's where we got our hootie hootie get booty. It is um, where we got the memno fluid. And we my god, I actually remember what yep. it's called. <laughs> That's the best part about giving ridiculous shitty names to things is that I can drop the real one every now and then just to just to remind everyone what's been lost. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I, I could have chosen for like the the code phrase. I could have been like "mem no fluid reveal to me what once was," but nope. We let, we, let a, we let a devil, and, and we we freed a devil. Mm. We didn't just meet him. Egg, you make it sound like we did it for nothing. It was a transactional uh, arrangement. Well, the good news is we like infuriated him to the point where he'll never bother us ever again. Well, we specifically yes. made him promise we that he would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, he he promised not to do that. He can't make any guarantees for yeah. you know Asmodeus. Yeah, and at this point, if they sent a devil to torment us, what could a devil do to make our lives more chaotic that we have oh, not already don't, done? No, don't finish well, that sentence. That's the thing, right? Don't is the devil sentence. the devil isn't there to make your life more chaotic? The devil is there to make your life more orderly. Yeah, and right now we're just such a absolute shitstorm. They'd show up and be like, you know what? I think you guys have got this one. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we went up the tower, we fought... There was some mirror, there was like some, like a mirror room or something, and we saw glimpses of Yeah, like surveillance windows, that was interesting. So, I don't Mm -hmm. know if this, if this came up, maybe I I wasn't paying close enough attention, but the party discovered an ancient underground dwarven wizard's tower that they broke into. Yeah. And they... Well, it was already broken open, and we just went inside. Yeah, well, I mean, you were still trespassing. I mean, fair, but you know. Oh, we're gonna play the trespassing card, plaguing the miners. Let's let's change it from uh, breaking into to trespassing upon. That's a little bit different because that was definitely a broken open wizard's tower that was flowing out in the underway with all of its methods. I'm gonna have to ask uh, Daniel: Is it still burglary, like uh, second degree? 
Yeah, uh, what's bird law? Is say that bur- if we just walked into the tower? No, that's not burglary. If they All can right. prove that we had intent to commit a crime while we were in there, yeah, that's burglary. Is it? But so it when you, we were taking things that weren't ours. So, so when you take things, or if you if you were the party to break in, then yes, the natural assumption is you were going into there. You were going onto that property to commit a with, crime. Yeah, with the to intent burgle. of doing crimes. And we did not have any intent to do that, so we were just trespassing. I mean, you did break the cool machine. <laughs> and we did yes. also take cool gloves. Uh, prototype. Prototype gauntlets. We had good, intention- <laughs> we had good Honor, intentions going in there. They're a prototype. <laughs> they don't count. They're not real. There were otherworldly beings flitting about, coming also from took, that, that tower and plaguing fluid? miners. And a series of other treasures that were situated at the very top of the tower. They liberated. <laughs> they were just sitting there collecting dust. Nobody had any. To me, um, we were rewarded pretty handsomely for clearing that tower, even though we never like took a quest for it. Some like dwarven shadow broker just kind of showed up and paid us like a thousand gold each or something. It was. It was a lot of money, and then they just vanished, and I'm still perplexed about that. Uh-huh. Uh, of, course, then we actually, of course, then we actually get to uh, the mountain home, and things go where Wonderful. things begin to go wrong. I, yes. I mean, where things begin to go wrong could be the entire first 75 episodes of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we learned some interesting info in the plated halls, but honestly, not that much. Like whenever we show up somewhere and we're like, tell us everything you know about the hatchling, we basically get the same spiel over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I Also, this is where the party started, um, like during their underway travels, noticing their X-Men powers. Yeah, <laughs> I, I still don't know if I would call mine an X-Men power. Hi, wait, hang on, hang on. I just glow sometimes. Look, you have to remember to that the X Men includes mutants like Jubilee, who makes fireworks go off. Yeah, <laughs> fireworks are useful. Desmond can see <laughs> the future. Yeah, every like, look. All I'm gonna say is, listening to the wind has never helped us once. <laughs> it is just never because you us. have a power doesn't mean you're good at using it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, there's a lot on your concentration checks there. Yeah, I'm noticing. Anyway, which you need the... to uh, try again now that you're uh, Zuritaj. Or Zurichat? Yeah. Yeah. Each of the party members has um, specific talents that don't really fit into any race or class description as a result of their being infused with hatchling blood. Perfectly yes, I, I, a bird, have, have tremor sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Leyland can turn invisible. Oh, I can mm-hmm. basically disappear. Um, I don't. Uh, Desmond has some kind of prophetic vision. We actually haven't really seen that crop up in a while. Tree with my head. They're all Say like what? kind of divination what? and sensory based. Oh yeah, yeah, and I guess Desmond can shoulder the psychic burden of Teliferous, but we'll get there. Spoilers. And then Fall Rocks. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Is yours the glowing thing? I thought you had another. Yeah, all right. Well. <laughs> yep. And sometimes I turn it off because it I've learned how to do that, and it's not just always on, which is nice. Well, hey, you won't trip on the way to the bathroom. Fair. <laughs> um, 
so then yeah we we went to the plated halls we met what are um, the plated halls master scrivener the plated yes. halls are a cool extra dimensional space full of um carved pillars that have writing on them and you fly yeah. around on hovercraft reading yeah and we went there to try and learn about the hatchling and they were like yeah the hatchling was f some fucked up shit the they pumped some people full of blood they became x-men and we all looked at each other and we were like uh-oh yeah some of them went crazy and died Most of them died yeah yep. Almost mm -hmm. all of them died, actually. Yeah, I'm pretty sure all of them died or were killed before all of, they could they become were, monsters. Many turned into mad, godlike beings and then died. So yep. we've got that to look forward to. Yep. Um, then we met up with Master Silverforge, the man in charge of the Adamantium Forges. Who's like, yeah, I'd really like to meet with you guys and show you my cool collection of antiques. And yep. we're like... This, we're like, I mean, oh, this seems like a great guy. guy. Great, finally an ally. Nope. <laughs> Did, uh, was this the first time that we got poisoned because we dr just drank something? What do you mean the first time? This is we haven't we don't get poisoned that often. <laughs> yeah, I was like, come on, give me some it's credits. A, yeah, like we <laughs> we refuse drinks from anyone now. Um, but yeah, we got drugged by uh, Steinar Silverforge. Almost all of us were knocked unconscious. I believe Falrock made a heroic saving throw and managed to drag us back from the precipice. And then we fled. And we fled the city entirely because Steiner Silverforge is basically the adamantium pope. And we had just uh, assaulted him. I'd like How to point out here away? that you escaped by, by dint of Desmond performing a truly stroke of genius casting of calm emotions oh, yeah. right. to yep. make Steinar not care about chasing you for a bit. It was real good. And we ran up the elevator to like the observation deck and just and jumped right. off. Yeah. yeah. You jumped off of the mountain home. Yes. Who, no dwarf would ever expect it. It's true. You, you have to get into the head of your pursuer and say, what would a dwarf never do? Leave the ground. <laughs> Wait, hey. Hang on. I I have left the ground many times. Yeah, yeah because you're you around us. We're a bad influence. All <laughs> <laughs> um, Your monk powers only work if you're standing on a solid surface. <laughs> it's built in. Just wait. Just you wait. Yeah, otherwise, <laughs> monk's arms are like noodles. Yeah. Um, and then we decided, you know what? let's uh let's leave we're not we're not really enjoying this mm -hmm. yeah. and we met up again with the scrivener i believe who told us to head out into the desert and we're like man sounds good <laughs> it's good yeah. as a place as any and so mm. out into the dunes we went into the uh i forget the name of the desert but dragon glass and wouldn't you know it it contains dragons and it contains glass <laughs> in dragon in dragonborn Yes. Yeah, as a matter of fact, it doesn't contain any actual dragons. No, it's... I don't think this entire world contains any dragons. As that of is yet. that is untrue. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know exactly where, where the dragons about? are. <laughs> um, so yeah, we we went out into the Dragonglass Desert, um, and we met with Clan Garlixen, I believe. Yep. And they were really cool. So the Dragonglass Desert is a bunch of nomadic clans of dragonborn clustered around these giant desert 
jellyfish called the Wandering Oases. Yes. And something else that I'm very proud of. It's they're very cool. And so they, they, they suck up water from below and they dispense it to the clan and the clan protects them, I guess. It was unclear. Um that, that's basically it. They the clan fights off anything that would actually come to harm and kill the oases and in exchange the oases, you know, let the clan live. And we figured, you know. It would be cool to follow this very slow oasis forever, but let's just head out into the desert in a direction headed back for the rest of the continent because Desmond can create water. We'll be fine. And then uh -huh. we ran into and we like, cheated the survival portion. <laughs> yup. And then uh, we ran crystals. into like a yeah, like an old like crystals were doing something wacky. Battleground. Um, yeah. Long ago, there was a infestation of virus-like crystallization that turned people into crystal monsters and then the gods blew that up but now the crystals are back at the behest of a mad half crystal half elf gunslinger yep um and uh predictably we defeated this gunslinger yep mm -hmm. uh, i got a hammer and we also got a gun that has never been fired <laughs> yep <laughs> <laughs> no, I've used, it, one I've, I've used it like once. I've it's, used it like once. It's Chekhov's gun. We're just waiting for that perfect moment where I'm gonna pull out a gun and be like, "Ah, this is this is the moment when the gun gets used," <laughs> and that'll be the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we... Then we ran into Desmond's wife. Yeah, we met a great character. Um. Mm -hmm. I'm drawing a yeah. What was her name? Huge blank her... on her name. Let me consult what my notes. What was her notes. name, Desmond? I don't remember. Start with a B. Beatrice or something. Oh yeah, it is Beatrice. Beatrix. Uh, Beatrix. Belladonna Brineswell. That's the one. B three for short. <laughs> on the sandpiper, I do remember that part. Yeah, and so um, BBB is in charge of um half of Desmond's assets, and also the Sandpiper, which is a sand pirate ship crewed by a bunch of uh, cool ladies. And uh, they roam around gathering loot and probably doing piratey things. We never saw them doing anything illegal, but it's likely. Yep. Uh, we helped them fight off a couple sand skiffs by demonstrating um, why the Age of Sail declined with the advent of air superiority. <laughs> and uh, they let us off at the edge of the desert, and we were like, great, now what? And we all shrugged and said, nah, let's walk in the direction of a tree. And that so one we tree? did. No, no, no. We, we ran into, we ran into our... Uh, we we ran into Basil and Ivy first. They were they were, they they were at, the, at tree. the tree. They were at the tree. Oh okay. Yeah, because yeah. we were like, oh, there's a tree in that direction. That must be you know towards the forest of Sildal that we can definitely hide in from the dwarves and the Juxians that are totally going to come after. <laughs> Surely us. we won't make enemies of the elves anytime soon. Yeah, <laughs> no, definitely not. Uh, no. Let's walk towards this tree, and then we walked and walked and walked, and the tree just kept getting bigger, and we're like, huh, that tree. Sure looked like a normal tree from a distance, and lo and behold, then we found it was a really big tree ship. Yep. Uh, the elves used to ride these babies for miles. They sure did. And indeed, uh, it would ride once more. Uh, first, we met with uh, the most important characters in the campaign, a pair of action botanists known <laughs> as Basil and Ivy Pendergast. 
self-insert OC do not steal. <laughs> um, and they were living in a house at the bottom of this tree. Um, and they were very keen in seeing this tree operate again. And they told us where to get an elvish nuclear reactor. And yep. they're like, sure. Um, and so we rallied to the tomb of Erlanthus to steal its Mitchell. Some nuclear acorn. Mythal. Yeah, it's Mitchell. That right. was a dumb joke then, and it's a dumb <laughs> joke now. Oh, yeah, because a joke being dumb has stopped me from saying it so many times. I'm just reminding you. I'm, <laughs> Dear listeners, dear, <laughs> dear newcomers who are using this to catch up on everything that happened, I'm so sorry. Inside this tomb, um, there were a bunch of pretty cool, like, trials and challenges. Um, yep. I think we cheesed a couple of them, but... Yep, uh, almost all of it. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, a couple of them, right? Some credit. Um, we made Falrock do the agility one normal. Yeah. And also the alcoholism one. We did that one okay. By cheese, do you mean we used enhance ability a couple times or i think there was one of them where we just like mage handed it over or something i i remember there was one where the solution was like it seemed way too easy but maybe that was part of the tomb we'll never know relanthus is know. dead true um well didn't we have actually, to like promise him that we were not gonna use this the i think for... we met his ghost yeah yeah we did <laughs> he's was like are, are you sure you're worthy to take my elvish mythal and we're like oh yeah we're totally worthy don't worry and he's like yeah. well good enough for me <laughs> well yeah I, you got a ridiculously right. high charisma check i did yes i um i told him how great all his elf stuff was and uh for a brief moment i resembled somebody who was impressed by cities and he's like, oh, your, your commitment to urban infrastructure has swayed me. <laughs> uh, so we, gra we grabbed the mythal, and then we bolted. Um, and Lady Blossom was there, and was like, hey, I'll pay you 10 bucks for the mythal. That's not what she offered. <laughs> <laughs> what did she offer us? I forget. Let me let me consult my notes. What was that? That was episode because it wasn't like a specific. She's like, "Oh, do you want this flying carpet?" It was, it was pretty sweet. It was pretty vague. Uh, that's not session. 20. I think it was like, "Oh, I could give you anything your hearts desire," and we we're like, "Lady, what we desire is a tree ship." <laughs> she promised you a significant but unspecified boon. Yeah. Um. And so we uh, we weaseled our way out of giving the mythal to Lady Blossom. Well, no, we simply um, told her that we had already promised to use it for something else, which we had. We promised yeah. Basil and I we would revive Teliferous. And then yeah. we slotted that baby in, and we fired up the reactor, and the turbines revved and sucked in a bird. <laughs> it <and> wasn't Shed. <laughs> Just not, yeah, not Shed, thankfully. And then, boom, tree ship online. Oh, but what are we going to name this amazing vessel? I'll give you Skyship Teliferous. It's been Take mentioned off. like four times already. Yeah, yeah, we've said it quite a bit. Um, so Teliferous. I honestly is... forgot what the other names even were. Like, what were our other candidates? Nothing really came close. If I um, there was like, uh, I think we made some riff jokes off Pillar of Autumn. There was like, oh yeah, um, there was a lot of leafy things in there. I, yeah. I don't remember either, honestly. Like, yeah, I don't remember a, any of the other we candidates. A, we have, we there's a, a whole, uh, yeah. 
Oh no, these are podcast name ideas. Never mind. Um, we had a whole <laughs> Google Sheet with yes name ideas in it. Yeah. I don't remember what happened to it. We probably get deleted. So, um, Teliferous is our cool skyship that is a giant flying oak tree. It is not an Uh, oak tree. Yeah, it's a big redwood. It's not a redwood. No. (laughs) Uh, So we fly around in our willow tree. it's a huge maple. Um, It can shoot lasers and also ice cubes, and it has a (laughs) mayonnaise printer. It does not not have a mayonnaise printer. It does not have a mayonnaise printer. (laughs) Veto. (laughs) Yeah. and because so you don't the, print mayonnaise, you squirt it from a bottle, you know? I, to me, that just sounds like printing. <laughs> what is an ink cartridge if not a bottle? It's, well, it's not. It's more of a smearer, a smearing uh, It's right in the name, inkjet. Mayonnaise jet. Oh, no. Ooh, okay. No, All right. No, no. You've sold me. You've actually sold me. So one of the cool mini games we have on the Teliferous that we get to play is uh, where do we put the power blips? Because there's a limited amount of power because our mythol is kind of old and clunky. And turns out it takes a lot of power to run a gigantic stealth battleship. Kind of reminds me of uh, Faster Than Light. A little bit, yeah. A it's got like bit. that FTL power bar management mm-hmm. stuff to it. Yeah, um, yeah. So this has created a long-standing, possibly eternal need for the crew to throw magic items into the <laughs> reactor to, to get more power. Yep. Uh, and we do that a lot coming up, so just get There's ready. also, like, rooms that we can unlock that I think we've forgotten about for quite a while. Well, and... we haven't unlocked anything new because we haven't thrown any new magic items in. You yeah. also haven't been on Teliferous for some time. Yeah, we just got back to it, and yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, So then, after we got Teliferous working, we're like, great. And then an elf showed up. He's like, great, thanks for making my ship work again. Get out. And we're like, "Uh, it's our ship. And then we found out that we have totally messed this ship up so that people yeah. that aren't us can't yeah. I already licked we, all the seeds. Yeah, we corrupted <laughs> That's exactly it what happened. Bad. Canonically, Desmond licked everything. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out, uh, if you have hatchling blood in you, and boy howdy do we, um, <laughs> everything you do magically just kind of fucks everything up a little bit. Yarp. Um, turns out the corruptive touch of an entity from the far realm, yeah, it uh, it's not doesn't work so well with elvish operating systems. So yeah. now we're the only ones who can fly Teliferous, and that made an elf named. Kalanon uh, Alderaan or something. It's not Alderaan. I say that it's as a joke. It's not Alderaan. <laughs> Joe, what's the actual name for the I'm benefit of our viewers? Pulling up my... <laughs> what's making this difficult for me is that the session numbers do not at all line up with the episode Oh, yeah, not numbers. at all. Here, I might have yeah. it in... Oh, Kalanon no, Deloran. That's the one. Yep, I just yeah, got there. Yeah, I have a list of uh, everybody's names and, that I've stolen from the guys. So... Parajex's <laughs> enemies. <laughs> yeah, I, I've got a shit list. His little black book. Yeah. Uh, so, Kalanon Deloran, who is like the elvish... Um, it's not like the prime minister. He's like the Department of Homeland Security head. He's the first and he's administrator. Like, oh, you you cannot have this tree and we're like well we have this tree so 
sucks to be you, I guess. And then he's Deal like, sorry, this, dude. This is not the end of it. Long live elves. And then vanished. I mean, that's kind and of a for that answer. reason, we have never gone anywhere near Sildal. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they also, this is important, made sure to activate the uh, secondary shielding on Teliferous, which, which prevents divination and teleportation onto yes. the tree ship. And we have never taken that shield down, ever. Never. And then I think uh, I think we were like, hey, now that we have a means of travel, let's go figure out who this A person is. Because if you will recall, the wish that Tara Jux Heiko made to the devil before we released it is to always have a waypoint marker pointing in the direction of Angloria Feywind. Yes. Yep. And it hasn't come up in a while, but I still have that. You sure do. Unfortunately, <laughs> yes. It's, it's going to come in handy again. Don't worry. Um, so yeah, we, uh, I think we stopped to get some magic items on the way. We're like, okay, this thing is way yeah. too slow. We got to, we got to this engine. <laughs> that was the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah, just, you know, it was just the pit stop. Yeah. There are a couple of episodes here Gas that we go. can just kind of gloss over because it's party finds magic item, party collects magic item. Oh, but there's there's the one there where um, Desmond put gets Desmond younger. In the cart. It, is that? Only, I think that, that's later, maybe. No, oh that no, that's way later. That's the were, Orb of Life. Traveling around an old battlefield. Um, yeah, like we were like finding battlefield, and, and you found a bunch of enchanted arrows. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then we got to the edge of the world down south, and we met up with uh, Angloria and her fun friends. That's the one. Yeah, kind of class. Icon class, yes. Mm-hmm. And, here and they was are quite the gang. Information revealed to the party as regards their the cult that originally imprisoned them. Yep. Mm-hmm. So the Iconoclast consists of Angloria Feywind, who uh, is a half-elf sorceress that casts a lot of lightning at people who are uh, displeasing to her. There is, is Berian Yeldrin. Uh, Yeldrin. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a sub-administrator to mm-hmm. some kind of elf thing. He's cool. Uh, Fizzwidget Goose, who's a, a very slow-talking and somber gnome. Uh, Bracca Irontooth, who is the CEO of Orcs Incorporated. <laughs> That's no, she, no. She is the war chief, war chief of the Razorblood Tribe and subsidiary. Which is a yeah subsidiary. Which is CEO, yeah. Uh, there is Philomena Green, Philomena Greenbottle, who is a halfling, uh, probably one of the few halflings we've actually met. Now that I think about it, mm-hmm. yep, they are scarce. Uh, elves were. Gnomes were too for a while there, but we resolved that. Uh, Valanthe <laughs> Leodon, who is an elven paladin who really wants us dead. Like, yeah. Yeah. oh, she wants well, to kill we're us. because we're touched. Yeah. Yeah. We're impure. But we yeah, were we went to... there and we're, they're telling us all this and they're like, oh, so should we kill them or not? And we're like, <laughs> yeah. hang on a second. <laughs> Thanks for coming to see us. We've decided to kill you. Hang on. This whole operation was your idea. <laughs> uh, and then there is uh, the the head scrivener. Um, What's his name? Of course. What's his name? Last. What's the head scrivener's name? Grimness. There we go. 
last, but certainly not least, perhaps most of all the iconoclasts, Maravaggio. <laughs> yeah, remember we're good. Joe said he was going to make us a one shot and we're all going to play Maravaggio. So yeah. we're all going to be yeah, like, right. in different colors. Uh, like so Maravaggio is the nine foot tall minotaur, minotaur pugilist skeleton. Um, he works for a shadowy benefactor known as Miss Laurie of Laurie's Lounge of Misfortune. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's cool. I'm sure he'll come up later. We debated for like three or four pregame episodes about whether or not we were going to take him up on the job offer he gave us right away or wait. We decided yep. to wait. I'm glad we waited. <laughs> yeah, that, that wouldn't have gone well. Um, so the Iconoclast decided not to kill us, which was really cool of them. And uh, we were like, yeah, sure, we'll, we'll help you do some jobs. And okay, obviously, first, because Angloria is the best, we're first, like, Angloria, we'll help you with your job. And she gave us a job. And we're like, oh, infiltrate the the edge town of Arklay to discover cult secrets? What? That sounds easy. What is the that purpose? Sounds... What is the purpose of the iconoclast organization? To fight the true church. What is the true church? A bunch of shit bags. Uh, hatch, hatchling cults. A bunch of fucking assholes. Hatchling cults. Um, they, so little known fact, the true church, in addition to being a hatchling cult, is also apparently a wholesaler of teleportation uh, devices. <laughs> <laughs> they can get them at rock bottom prices. You're just salty because they can do it and you can't. I'm so salty. I'm so salty that I took teleportation. <laughs> Next time they catch me, I'm going to be like, boop. <laughs> How's it fucking feel? <laughs> uh-huh. I'm going to teleport away and then make Desmond send them a sending message taunting them. <laughs> <laughs> An emoji. It's just, yeah. just a winky face. Yeah. And what's the... Um, so the, the symbol of the true church we, we found is, is somewhat related to the, the Pantheon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a um, it's pentagon. No, it's like a hexagon. Okay, the, but it's a it's like a closed circle instead of an open circle, which is the big difference. The symbol of the pantheon, and for those of you who are new and just joining us, this world uh, has a pantheon of five gods, and there's... oh god, we probably should have mentioned the world, huh? Yeah. So, <laughs> oh Jesus, what have we done? <laughs> You've probably been restart, restart. No, all right. (laughs) Anyways, welcome to the shattered world. Yeah, Uh, I can clip this out and put it back at the beginning. No, 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 it's (laughs) fine. That's what I thought we were going to get to. This is what they're here for. They need to. They need to understand, as new listeners, that we are not the best. This is what you're signing up for. Pretty good. When you're listening to the Alchemist Club, we are here to provide you with top shelf mediocrity. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. um, the continent we're on is floating all the other continents are floating the planet used to be an egg the egg hatched the hatchling came out it was an eldritch space lobster now there's a big storm underneath all the continents called the anchor storm it's very cool okay you're caught up there are five gods to this world the collective symbol of the pantheon is a pentagon enclosing a broken circle a circle that is missing a portion um the symbol of the true church is a pentagon enclosing a closed circle. Anyway, right. continue. So we, we got to the town of Arclay. They do this cool, like, 
diving competition where you like um, bungee jump off the side of a cliff into a river, I guess. Um, and yeah. and we were and like, okay, let's ex let's execute a vastly overcomplicated infiltration plan. <laughs> yeah, wherein Tarjex yeah. goes and tries to impersonate so, a true churcher. I yeah. just want to point out that we had a plan for Tarjex to infiltrate with uh, Ched and Leyland keeping an eye out while the least sneaky members of the party, myself and Desmond, were going to keep watch on the people keeping watch. And then everything went wrong. I Ched think Fall, Fall Rock and Ched and Desmond are the only ones who didn't make mistakes here. <laughs> so well, I wasn't, I didn't have enough time to make a mistake. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. It was a pretty quick. Uh, it, a lot happened. Um, we all did things that we regret. Uh, so, so T Tarjux, you know, gets found out, causes yep. a big stir. Then Chad unleashes a bunch of bears in the city. <laughs> no, so, no, 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 no. Before the bears, though, uh, Falrock and Desmond found Leyland and were saying like, "Oh, we got to do something about that." And people were like, "Yo, that's metagaming, yo," <laughs> and. <laughs> We were going to get in trouble too. Then the bears came to save us. Bear yes. Force One. It was Bear, Bear Force, Force One. One. So we all left town, and we thought, "All right, let's do this the violent way." And so we <sighs> we went in through the caves down below, which because conveniently connected raft, up to right? an underground cult complex, and uh, we just started murdering our way through a bunch of mooks. Um, they had. Plenty of time to dispose of all their sensitive documents because we were buffoons. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we did manage to steal some cool ledgers, and then we found their local boss, I guess. Stretch uh, Armstrong and the blind guy. Stretch Armstrong and the eyes, yeah. <laughs> and um, We nearly died. We, we killed them. Leon ran away. We did get them in the end. Leon and uh, uh -huh. fucking true church members and teleporting or pulling out bombs at the last second. Name a more iconic duo. Something something else to note here is many members of the true church have um, sort of X-Men powers similar to those of the party. Well, actually, Except theirs are way more, better. <laughs> more useful than those of the party. <laughs> theirs are honest. way better. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I've got some kind of incredible bonus to my armor class, and I can, yeah, stretch really, example, really far. The, the two characters the party is referencing here, one had the ability to shift his muscle mass as necessary to any part of his body, and the other, ha the other one had, like, hella enchanted eyeballs that could... <laughs> I'm pretty sure he just had beholder eyes. Yeah, Leyland like basically ran out of the cave. Yeah, like. they they put the fear of the gods into Leyland. And then later Saskia. Whew, we'll get yeah. to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, um, we killed everything there, and we got what we could. We couldn't find uh, Anglorious brother, unfortunately. And then we were contacted by one Bracca Irontooth who wanted us to do some orc stuff. Uh, specifically, I think, some kind of blood feud with Leyland. Leyland yeah. was going to fix her blood feud. Yeah, then we yeah. learned Leyland's backstory. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep, so Leyland basically during one of the 
Oh, what was the the wars? Um, the, the what was the the big war? It um, was it was one of the um, ever see. Yes, that, World yeah. War One. No. Anyways, yeah, Leolin was in that. the Edgelands. His whole village had gotten murdered by orcs, so he joins a joins like a, a ragtag bunch of. Uh, banded together that had all been like attacked by the orcs to like start some uh uh like subterfuge and like raiding and fighting back against the uh the orcs in the war eventually they get kind of out of control and start killing all the orcs and mutilating and eating them and Leyland may or may not have partaken in that um, you know, that's kind of no, no, no def- definitely did. It, that's well, definitely, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Allegedly, uh huh, yeah. So yeah, so Leyland became known as this kind of like boogeyman of the orcs. So mm-hmm. what was it? The Shadow Claw? Is that what the the name the orcs I believe, had? I believe that is correct. I believe you are known as the Shadow Claw amongst. Yeah. Um... And Leyland gets all the cool nicknames. He does, <laughs> he does though. Um. So, so yeah, we went to Braca, and she's like, "Oh, I don't want to kill Leyland. I just want him to take care of this rival." Uh, orc group, so I can finish consolidating. She wanted to hire you. Yes. Yeah. On the way, though, we did have a quick bottle episode when we were hit by an anchor storm. That was fun. Oh, right. Terrajax was flayed alive by yeah. gale yep. force winds. Yeah, we thought, you know, there's this big bad storm coming. Terrajax will, you know, do the whole Odysseus thing and tie himself down and he'll be fine. And yeah. he was yeah. almost not fine. And he flays himself. Uh-huh. Yeah. He didn't flay himself. He was flayed. <laughs> I'd say he did it too. I mean... <laughs> yeah. I, I guess you can't flay yourself, but that was the closest possible. <laughs> I got close, you. dang it! Like, <laughs> willingly got flayed. How about yeah. that? Uh huh. No, no, I was flayed by choice. It was a a breathtaking experience. Everybody should do it at least once in their life. No, like, it, it was like a religious experience for him. Yeah, almost on, but I'll, but almost on the same level as like flogging yourself yeah it was, it's like a purification thing yep you felt cleansed by the yeah. whole thing by something bigger than the gods i it was a spiritual and physical exfoliation <laughs> <laughs> and then we got to Braca's fun or camp yeah um, mm-hmm. and uh there was this there's this guy named lubash he wants to be orc king Braca is like, no, 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 we're going to become a, a corporate uh, hierarchy. So that's how it's going to be. And hegem- you get to choose a champion. Be. Yep. And Braca chose us. Lubash then, chose himself and some rowdy boys. Well, they had like double the amount we did because every one of us, there were two of them or something. Oh, like yeah, that. that's yeah, because right. we weren't tribe members. Yeah. That rule's kind of bullshit in hindsight. It was, this feels very uh, arbitrary on the part of Lubash. Yeah. No, it was that's like if you if you take a champion, then you grant the other party the right to double, you know, whoever you uh, you bring in. That yeah. was made very clear to you when you 
had the yeah. job described. Yeah, yeah, I'm it just, was. I'm just saying so, Braca could have taken part and then just brought all of us in, and then it would have been one to one, and that would have been easier. Braca's not the type to get her hands bloodied. She, she could just stand in the back. That's that's not true. Braca fought tooth and claw to become the chief of the Razor Blood tribe. Fair, fair enough. It Anyways, have we have this fight. epic battle. Uh, Leyland almost dies. Oh Numerous yeah, didn't times. we make Leyland do everything? Yeah. Yep. He, he got hit by him. like 10 javelins? We, yeah. we put on the best uh, heal the carry yes. performance ever. I think that was the first Tarjux fly too. Yeah. yeah. Was, yep. Falrock beat up some dudes and was very angry because yeah. he had been bested in battle and was eh, he's having a rough time of it. Oh, yeah. right. The, the duel Armstrong. with Stretch Armstrong kind of messed yeah. him up. Yeah, so that kind of got you right again. So There was a, there was a big thunderstorm. It was on its way. Um, I forget, is this, did I use Lightning Storm or did I use like Moonbeam or something? You, you used, used Lightning storm. storm here. Yeah, you used Sleet Storm, so we all just, that <laughs> right. beginning of the battle, we all just kind of stood around. I didn't like, know. Yeah. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> Sleet Storm is my least favorite spell in Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, okay. So now that we have Storm Sphere, I think it would pair up very nicely. <laughs> I don't I don't know though. I don't know. So yeah, we won. Uh, big surprise. Yep. Chopped off yeah. Lubash's head. Yep. And... It was really cool. Yep. Uh-huh. And um, good news, we are now halfway through the podcast. Jeez. <laughs> Yep. Um, we decided to go get some more magic items. We tracked down. Uh, Basil is like a or divination wizard, so he's able to scan for items for us. So we tracked Wait, down. Is this um, when we got the Urkel Circle? Uh-uh. Later. Almost. This no. is this is the twin orbs. So there was an orb yeah. of death and an orb of life, and we're like, okay, we got to get these orbs out of their holders into the reactor. Orb of death was easy. We just sent Chet in. I think as like a a horse or something. Um. And then dispel yeah. magic to contain it, and then through the orbin, that one was easy. Um, the orb of life was a little bit trickier because it had like a dome of foliage around it. So we turned mm-hmm. the Teliferous's lasers into a drill. Teliferous has lasers, by the way. Hang on, Teliferous's weapons change depending upon who's using it. Yes, Arok, being a fire and light based uh, Sun Soul monk, turns the weapons into fiery lasers. That yes. we used to bore through the foliage. We didn't necessarily turn it into a drill. We just cut away a whole bunch of stuff with fire. And yeah. then we threw Desmond down there with a fly spell on. Mm-hmm. Um, Desmond failed to contain the life orb and yep. instead had to fly it back out while being suffused with positive energy. Um, still got it into the reactor, but it cost Desmond 20 years onto his life. <laughs> yep. <laughs> He got younger. Uh-huh. Which for Desmond is it very is bad. Terrible. Yeah, yeah he, he's, he was pissed. I'm... My he's the, the, uh, he's got relationship that life with my god is complicated. Yup. Um, so then we, we continued on our way. I think we were still just uh, we were still just hanging out for a while and suddenly Lady Blossom showed up and was like, here, take this crown. Don't ask any questions. And yeah, so here, we did. I went, I, this is a gift freely given. Uh, destroy it. Use it to power up your tree ship. And we're like, 
Uh, that that seems uh, suspicious. Brad. And we like that. we ran it on the scans and whatnot, and we we're like, oh, this is hella powerful. Yeah. And yep. I Leolin almost put it on. Almost. <laughs> this was yeah. this was a point of divergence in in the campaign structure. They very nearly turned it into something very different than what it ended up actually being. <laughs> um, and then Saskia showed up. So, yeah. Right. We had Just thought we had sort of killed Saskia for the most part. Um, but she's back. And now she's more machine than bug. More machine and, now than woman. Yeah. Yep. And so we, we fired all of Teliferous's weapons. And that didn't quite work. And then we're like, well, surely the lot of us going down there in person will work. Yep. <laughs> And so we did that, yeah. and Saskia pulled out one of her bargain bin discount clearance <laughs> wholesale teleporters yeah. and blinked us all off into a gross cave full of bones. Her gross cave full of bones. Yeah. Um, we met Saskia's family. Um, we, we didn't. We played with one of her nephews for a while. We um, didn't. Game was on, so we all we all sat down and watched that together. And we nope. we bonded over our mutual uh, confusion. It was going. No, we we fought her again. We fought um, her. We threw her into the void. She tried to throw a heart bomb at us, and Fall Rock yeah. like baseball battered it away. Yeah. yeah. And her. And it, it said something to us. It was like, oh, I look forward to meeting. Said you something to Fall Rock, not not yeah. to us. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so turns, turns out, out that she was uh, half robot. She was Mecha Saskia at that point. Yeah. Um, and that enchanted heart was both uh, compelling her to do as she was ordered, and keeping her alive so that she couldn't die. So she just had to do what she was ordered. I don't mm -hmm. know about that first part. I think she was just evil. I mean, yes, but also she couldn't not do those things because they would just turn her off and then turn her back on when she decided to do them. I think we're reading a lot into it. I think she was just evil AF. She had this look of I'm finally free as she threw the exploding heart back at us. Mm, she, def know. she definitely said that. Anyways, we killed her. Um, flung her into the anchor storm. So there's definitely no way she survived. Uh huh. <laughs> That's yeah. not at all relevant to yeah. recent events. Um, and then we... Uh, we left the cave of spooky bones. Uh, mm. We retrieved the tree ship, which took a little while because turns out Basil and Ivy can't fly it because it locks up when one of us isn't nearby. Yay, hatchling blood. Beep, beep. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we are each a key fob. So, um, and we did eventually put the Urkel circle in, right? Yeah, we, were, we finally got around to it. We're like, you know what? It'll be fine. An action um, we, that will surely have no long-term consequences. No, first, of course not. We visited a little elven enclave that was like, hey, no. we're having troubles with zombies. And we're like, oh, we know how to fight those. And we showed up and there was an elf and he was like, I'm raising zombies because these people eat corpses. And we're like, hmm, that's a twist. And we go back to the yeah. people and they're like, yeah, it's our culture. And we turn around and we go, yeah, necromancer, it's their culture. <laughs> and we killed him. Yep. Well, we killed him after only Tarjax tried and tried to, like, get us to have him. Yeah, we tried to win him over. I thought he would make an interesting ally. <laughs> and it turns I mean, out yes. he was just a... Look, look, I wanted him on our team before we learned that he was a serial killer. 
Okay. <laughs> I, we met him knowing he was a serial killer. No, we didn't. Yes, we we met him knowing he was raising corpses to go and fight the elf. Raising corpses is a different thing than being a serial killer. He was using those corpses to kill people. Yeah, to fight people. Because we were like, oh, he thought he was doing a thing. Anyways, he said it doesn't matter. He, he wasn't said, the last. He wasn't the last like <laughs> terrible idea of someone to you know employ on our tree ships. So. He was probably the worst though. I can't think of yeah. anyone else we've tried to recruit since that's been worse. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah. Then we threw the Urkel circle in because we're like, eh, fuck it. It hasn't done anything in like a week. We're bored. And um, we got all of the points into the yeah. <laughs> into and the then upgrades. we um, received a dire message from an Aarakocran. Ched's people were in danger, and they needed the assistance of the crew of Teliferous to go they help. Assistance. They got the crew of Teliferous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they they got what they get. <laughs> Apparently, there's some like prophesized destruction of Cloudtop, which is the Eric Cochran Society. So we were like, "Quick, back to the Marbled Mountains!" No, 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 no. And then we showed up there, and Ched was reunited at last with his family. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had like he had like dinner and was like. Yeah, things are good. Was, it was uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, he really didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. No, he was like, I'm just here to help. And the party found out what baseball is. <laughs> the, the yeah, it's ancient... the Eric Cochran defensive technique. Eric you know, Cochran yeah. sport. Military baseball. tactic. Yep. Yeah. And then we fought a bunch of elementals, and we fought two djinn, and then we fought a dragon. A drake. A Drake. A Drake. And in our most dire moment, Teliferous grappled, fire in the skies, birds falling everywhere. In our most dire hour, Tarajux the Danger Heiko executed that fabled aerial maneuver, the Juxian Hammer. This was the. All right, I want to point this out that you did this not necessarily because it was the best idea. But because Desmond had just done a really great maneuver with the ship already, and you had to one-up him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, it worked. It had the side effect of working, yes. But it also <laughs> had the side effect of nearly the ship. That's the best yeah. way of putting anything that has ever happened in this podcast. It had the, it had side, the side effect, effect of, of working. working. It had yep. the side effect of working. And an additional side effect of flooding us with sapphires. True, true. That was We're helpful. Those things what out. are we going to do with all these sapphires? And that one, Sell them. That Hang episode, them. episode 67, that's one of the best episode summaries that you've done. <laughs> I'm very proud of it. Um, a brief glimpse into an alternate universe. <laughs> yep. Uh, so yeah, we we met up with. Are you looking up the definition of that word? I absolutely am. Yeah, you're gonna love it. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Yep. So we uh, we were in jux at that point because the marbled mountains are just a hop, skip, and a jump away. And so we're yep. like, you know what? Uh, let's uh, let's pop back over, see what's what. Um, check in with the homies, and we sold off a fair chunk of the sapphires. A, 
mm-hmm. tiny portion compared to the dragon-sized heap that we had. And when we were there, um, we there just happened are... to be a message from the king, like a the emperor, Malin. <laughs> emperor, so yeah. sorry. Um, kings are for Aldraxian suckers. Emperors are where it's at. Yeah, so we showed up just in time for a big press announcement from uh, the Emperor, which was projected via an awesome sky hologram. And then what followed was less awesome. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the skyship that uh, Tardrox had tried to destroy in his uh, and succeeded in destroying in his prototype form had been finished. It had been built. The Valor of Jux uh, was there to defend all of Jux, and we we're like, oh shit, we better better get the hell out of here. And get the uh, proliferous as yep, far away as possible. It. Yep, and not engage with this thing directly at all because it will wreck us. Oh, and then we were, and then Leolin was right after that was tossed a true church yeah, coin true by a random person, to, like flex on us there. Yeah, yeah. not not so, actually get us or mess with us, just like yo. Oh, so then we, we were know. like, we've got to get out of here, and we've got to get out of here quietly if possible. So then we went back to our good hobo friends and met the Prince of Coin, who was yeah. actually a very swell guy and, yeah. and gave us information. Like, I'm really glad we inadvertently worked for him without even meaning to work for him. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Didn't, didn't try to kill us or double cross us or anything. Yeah. At this point, like that's the bar. Yeah. yeah. It, it's really sad that that's the bar, but that's, that's, that's the bar. We were smuggled out of the city, and we made our way safely back to Teliferous. Oh, and, and he gave us a map with the coordinates on it that just looked like empty space. Yeah, he oh, gave us a map to, there. Uh, He sent us after some allies, essentially, uh, to help resolve this situation, to a location seemingly out beyond the edge of the continent, deep into open sky. And we just so happened to have a flying tree ship, so we're like, nah, sure, why not? Let's go there. And so we did. Mm-hmm. And what did we find there? Cosmopolis. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, so there is a giant flying city, um, far grander and greater than any cities of the continent, save possibly for Jux. Um, oh, it, it definitely is better than Jux. Uh, well, see, I've heard that a couple times, but it's wrong. Um, <laughs> See, the thing is, it's on a continent that's flying, so by the transitive property, Jux is a flying city. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to waste this bit. (laughs) It's City of Gnomes. That's where all the gnomes live. Uh, It's a gnomish city that looks exactly how you imagine a gnomish city would look. Pipes, Mm -hmm. uh, spindly-legged, running buses. Uh, They have an air force. It's, It's great. It's a great place. I'm very proud we, of Hopstonopolis. Uh, we yeah. met with their mayor, uh, Applejack Crumbledown, and his uh, assistant, Crappernat Quillshooter, and uh, Ellie Bell Horkus Porkus was there, I guess. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and first they're like, oh, we need your help with, uh, why don't you go check out this, um, this lab that has, you know, yeah. gone to shit. And well, body yeah. knock too. Oh yeah. Body yeah. First, first, they didn't like us at all. Yeah. Because we should not have been there. And then they're like, "All right, look, 
do this thing, we'll think about you being here and whether or not that's okay. You breathe. Do this thing. Alcohol. If you survive, then we'll yeah, basically. So they yeah. sent us into a toothpaste and other pharmaceuticals <laughs> research lab. It was, was it strictly lab. a pharmaceutical lab? Yeah, it was lab? not just pharmaceuticals. <laughs> um, All right, well, well, then give me the list. Give me a second. I have to find the relevant documents. So in this toothpaste lab, um, uh, something had gone wrong and they'd lost contact. So we were sent in to rescue. I've got rescue... the full list. Lab 84 was researching ooze reproduction, toothpaste flavoring, agarose firmness, hereditary insole with potato crossbreeding, and the elemental plane of water. Yeah. Um, just totally natural list of things that obviously go together. Yeah. yeah. So once we got in there, we discovered uh, there was a strange slime that had amalgamated various elements, and we had to fight it in this big staged puzzle battle. And then uh, yeah, and save gnomes. Yeah, and we saved a bunch of gnomes, and then um, it was like immune to kinds of uh, sources of elements, I guess, that it had yeah. access to. And at the end, yeah. Tarjux and Desmond did the first team-up attack. Yeah. And it worked flawlessly, and the monster was defeated. Uh -huh. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, another flawless... This is where we learned uh, yet again that we have a problem with breached entries. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> not everybody moves through the door, and we get jammed up and cause problems for each other. Yeah. I guess yeah, we should note that about the Arclay incident. That was uh -huh. the the one where everything was so fucked up because we were all bunched up in a hallway, not entering a room. It was a mess. At some point during this process, like between leaving Jackson Hopsonopolis, I believe we found out that Falrock's betrothed was imprisoned oh, in the mountain. No, I sent her a message letting her know that I was still alive. Uh, and didn't and get a response. I got left on read. Uh -huh. Yeah, that was, um, yeah, I don't remember if that was a little bit later in or if that was. Yeah, we learned what, what actually happened after we resolved the uh, the right. breaking open the hole to the plane of water. Yeah, yeah it was fine. Uh, so then the patent office was like, okay, you guys are cool. You can stay here. And mm -hmm. oh, uh, but we need to download your memories to this, to yeah. the cloud. Yeah. yeah. They have like a. And then we break their we break their cloud basically. <laughs> no, it's just the cloud couldn't download from us. So yeah, we sucked at it. Uh, they have a magic yeah. like um, cloud based like uh, swirly vapor memory storage thing, and we struggled to use it. And then eventually we did. Um, you tried to keep putting false memories in it. Yeah, you guys also tried to edit your memories before they got uploaded to the cloud. Yeah, so eventually they were just like, you know what, just don't. Yeah. We um, we eventually found other work for Captain Panona Humplebumple of the Hopsonopolis Ornithopter Corps. Uh, mm -hmm. Their budget had been slashed, and they needed someone to go investigate three islands. And we just so happened to have the ability to do that. So we did that. First island was pretty mundane. It was just some owlbears. Um, Second island was like an apocalyptic chunk of a city. There was some, um, there was like a object under quarantine in the center. I thought there were, yeah, I thought basically there was another devil that was locked up and we decided not to free this one. Well, we weren't yeah. sure it was a devil. It was like a orb or something. I don't remember. It was like a pouch. It was really bad, bad energy though. Yeah, it was, it was no good. No bad vibes. We decided to leave it where it was for once. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 
It's so, very startling. That was the first out. character development of us. To, yeah. Yeah. yeah, from then on, we began ignoring plot hooks entirely. <laughs> <laughs> We've been hurt too many times. It's going to take the bar. I mean, fair. We have been. And then the last island that we found was gross. And we're like, very this island's gross. gross. This island's fucked up. I don't want to touch it. Lucas wouldn't even get within like 250 yeah. feet of it. It was ugly. Yeah. It was bad. It was all purple and nasty and gross. And we're like, whoa, this is bad. Let's go back and report. We reported. And uh, Panorama was like, oh, that last island is bad. We got to go deal with that. That's the called the canker. Yeah. And so we so did then, that. Yeah, we dealt with it. By detonating uh, a, a, oh, what were they? They're, they weren't just bombs. They were it, like. It, it just dropped the island into the void. It was, a, it the was void. a cutting bomb. Yeah. Yeah, so we cut out the the well. No, it wasn't just cutting. It was like antimatter. It like evaporated. No, it no wasn't it. It it just cut the core out. The rest of the island fell, and then they blew up the uh, remaining core. Okay. Oh, I'm mistaking. That's when we learned that Leyland's shadow blasts from Teliferous were very effective against canker. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got to ride a bomb briefly. That was fun. So yeah, we joined up with Cold Shoulder, took care of that, got back, um, and then we had learned of uh, a theft of numerous teleportation components uh, over the previous couple of months. And uh, Chief Engineer Fibblestib Lufalu needed our help uh, catching this culprit, and so we set a stakeout over a uh, parcel of the worst yeah, we, we were very yeah, we were very bad at it. Shitty stakeout, mm-hmm. and we got we got dunked on a little bit by uh, this this particular individual. Yep, and then one of those phaser yeah, telestabilizers. Uh, like a battle of wits. And uh, yeah, so I had a battle of wits with. Uh, I, I don't Bapstone. know that I would use the word wits. I, it was like dueling banjos, but for crazy. Yeah, <laughs> he won. <laughs> yeah, sure at one did. point he went and you went he's like, I got you. Got it. Ah, you're not really crazy. You, you. And then God. he tossed the bomb at Tarjux. Yeah, and, and was and like, I'm like, gonna catch whole, it. And he had like know. a whole dead man switch thing rigged up, and so I caught it. I just didn't quite catch it enough. Um mm-hmm. and I was maybe cut in half by a planar explosion, yep. but um I'm fine, so. <laughs> I can still uh-huh. walk around and cast spells. Yeah, yeah there's I, just this. I can still play the piano. Keeping slash, Pressing you know, to the moon yeah. of yeah. voider planar. Yeah. Storm energy. Mm-hmm. Sure. I, yeah, so I was uh, injured, but fine. I'm fine. Um, and then we were like, all right. We got to take this guy out. So we went back up with the gnomes. They're like, oh, yeah, that's Erky Bafflestone. He's crazy. He's researching the far realm. Go get him. Uh, but we don't know where he is. And so we went, all right, let's wander aimlessly deeper and deeper into the depths of Hopstonopolis until I think it was Ched got like a nifty little like tug in the right direction. And we we're like, sure, we'll follow that. And we followed that and we high fived our doubles and we solved uh-huh. a couple of dimensional puzzles. And we found Erky there in the heart of Hopstonopolis, tinkering with the final touches of the portal that would summon the far realm to the prime material and doom all of reality to squiggly, squishy doom. 
And one Erky became dozens of Erkies. And... Yeah, he did also have the ability to copy himself. And well, it wasn't sucked. his wasn't his intent to just bring energy to that plane? Yeah, in the form well, of that was far the realm. original. Yeah, the like original was, was to steal energy from the far realm. But then energy, and then he was going to bring everything else by it's accident. Not, it's not stealing. Yeah. It's like essentially magic functions on a on a pressure gradient, the more magical or dissimilar from the prime material something is, the stronger or the more like magical energy it radiates when brought to the prime material. And this can be harvested mm -hmm. and used for energy purposes. It's perfectly so, safe in theory. And so we fought him, um, which didn't really work great because he could just copy himself endlessly. So what we did instead is we just beat up his machine and yelled at him to fix it. And... <laughs> Well, eventually, Falrock got the jump on him and just punched him unconscious, basically. Yeah, oh, yeah, we, we cuffed him, and then um, all his doubles evaporated, and then he's like, oh, you're doomed. And then I started, we all just started beating up his machine. He's like, no, my magnum opus. Shut up, nerd. And yeah, we just bullied him <laughs> until he stopped being evil. He had some cool powers, though. He, like, tried to predict where we were going. And he like oh, right. did the whole future sight move yeah. from Pokemon, where there's like, ah, there's going to be something bad happened there in a couple of turns. That was very interesting. But yeah, we won. Uh, we defeated yeah. him, and he is in jail, probably. Yep. And then and the gnomes he's were detained, very hopefully. grateful and thanked us, but never committed to actually helping us with the whole. Well, no, they they said spies. They said right. spies, and they're waiting they still on didn't, back. Yeah. They didn't believe us still. <laughs> they did. They they sent someone to verify. It was verified. Then they sent spies and they're like, look, we're going to have to wait for some schematics to come back because we're not going to go in there against this thing that's super powerful and just kill ourselves. Yeah, you're, they're not going to send a swarm of ornithopters against a dreadnought. Yeah. So we were we did some hanging out in Hopsonopolis. Uh, we worked on a We had the uh, training project. montage. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's right. Yeah. We stumbled upon a supernatural creature known as the Night Stalker. Um, <laughs> Not at all related to the now highly trending Netflix series. Oh, God. <laughs> Is that yeah. really? We, we, this, this happened way before that existed, yeah. and we knew yeah. nothing about it. Yeah. We need to sue whoever made the Netflix series. We, well, here's the thing probably. we can't because the events of the. Night Stalker Netflix series happened way back when, before any of us were even alive. Rude. <laughs> and and anyway, learned how to give presidential speeches. Yeah. Over breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, a lot, a lot of pancakes. Mm -hmm. And then we said goodbye to the gnomes. We figured, you know, it's time for us to go back to the continent. Uh, time for us to sort stuff out amber and uh friends had been arrested by the gnome uh, yeah sorry, amber the and the Lord. duchess specifically had been uh taken by the mountain home and oh, were so very imprisoned that their thoughts were being monitored which yeah. is why farrock got left on read yeah so well, uh, on our way back to the island we come across a mysterious island yeah and we're like well uh this is a strange adamantium building out in the middle of nowhere let's go inside and it was an elevator and we went down the elevator and we found some weird shit yeah fall to the basically, gods basically the the current gods have taken all the old gods and imprisoned them and are sucking their god life force out for their juice 
Yeah. Uh, and so there's, so there's, a, there's a whole bunch of like, yep. there's a theoretically infinite number of comatose gods supplying divinity to the current cast. And on floor one, or zero? One. Um, it depends on we, whether you're in America or Europe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We found Ignis, Ignis, the god of fire? Yes. The former god the, of The OG. Yeah. And um, so he had been... Uh, cast out essentially, and someone else had taken up his duties. Sent and yeah. um, God of so Light. He told us all about how the original gods had been usurped by the current pantheon, and they all used to be adventurers, and they found like special magic artifacts, and his was like a ring or something. Um, and he's like, "Hey, that's that's bad. That's bad biz." Uh, and we promised that we would save him, and then we left. And then I tried to, to get us some sweet shit out of uh, telling Aquila that we knew what they had done. Mm-hmm. How did I don't that think you ever for? told us what happened with that. Yeah, it, how'd that go? It it didn't. We <laughs> didn't get anything cool, if that's what you're asking. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. No. Uh, then we landed back on the continent up by the hatchling's horn. Uh, because we wanted to go do stuff for Madame Lori of Lori's Lounge of Misfortune. Yeah. We figured it was time to start making money again. Yeah. yeah. Hatchling's Horn area was, was like totally uninhabited. So great yeah, place. And they're safely. We, went, spend... we met with Lori. Um, thought she was a halfling. Turns out she's a floating skull. Much cooler. Yeah. Uh, so Lori is some kind of all powerful lich. And we were very excited to work for an all powerful lich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So excited, in fact, that we would make friends with another one shortly thereafter. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. So we descended down into the vaults um, in search of a number of artifacts to retrieve for Lori. They are her artifacts, but another team of pesky adventurers had broken into her vault with some kind of dimensional bomb and just messed up the place. There was yeah. hatchling influence everywhere. It was a real mess. Uh, Arjux died. Well, that's let's, right. Let's, let's clear things up a little bit. The hatchling, because it is a creature of the farm, has a terrible warping effect on reality. And Lori was storing a scale of the hatchling in her vaults, which were then breached by this adventuring party that was sorely misguided in what they were attempting to do. And then Tarjux died. And then Tarjux yep. died, yes. Um, to, a, to a trap that wasn't even armed. Nope, you yeah. voluntarily walked into it Told Desmond yep. to push the button, and you died. I thought it was a teleporter. I mean, it was. It sure. teleported you off of, you know, out of it this It teleported me to the afterlife, yes. Uh, but I was fine, because... I mean, what did you... Uh, yeah. I, was, I thought it was going to teleport us into the treasure room. Yeah, that's exactly what the corpses surrounding you thought, too. I'm just disappointed <laughs> that I wasn't the one that get, got killed. Yeah, yeah that, that would have been a real problem. Chad would have had to reincarnate you. <laughs> he would have uh, come back was... and immediately tried to strangle me. But I was fine, and there haven't been any consequences uh, you know, lingering afterwards. So Yeah. Totally not, yeah. I, I even got to keep my cool storm scar. So, mm-hmm. um, Yeah, you got to keep it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so we... Um, we descended further down into the vaults, which were at this point becoming like planetary starscapes and infinite 
bog fields and all kinds of weird, crazy shit. And eventually, we eventually we... run into a ghost Saskia. Yeah, uh, we popped into a mansion full of our ghostly adversaries. And then after we traversed through a maze, we met up with a very friendly Alistair Vosmos, who is a vampire. A vampire. Uh-huh. Uh, and we made friends with a vampire. And then we made friends with his irate, many-headed lich neighbor, whose <laughs> name I cannot quite remember. Uh, um, uh... One moment. I'm, we're finally starting to catch up on um, my session notes here. Oh, yeah. Rangries was the name oh, of the Oh, yes, Rangries. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. a lot of fun, too. Yeah, uh, he and, was, and we were like, hey, can you fix this? He's like, yeah, I just need a lot of your all's blood. And so we gave him a lot of our blood. And, and like, yeah, took more than he needed. <laughs> and of course we were like, sure, that's fine. Maybe we should have taken turns. <laughs> he did warn you that it would be a lot. And, and then Rangries and A Alster were like, hey, we could use this to go to the to the uh Prime material. material. Yeah. Prime material. Oh good, a way to escape the shadow fell. He but they did steal off the door. He was gonna take more than he needed. It's fine. They're still our friends. We offered to do business for them later when they find themselves on the prime material. We offered. We we did one free job for them. We, we were, offered to give any other numbers to just be able to call them friends. Yeah, we were friendly with them because they were the ones who were going to get us out of the fucking. And also because when it push comes to shove, we do not have friends. No. <laughs> and yeah. I would much rather have. Rangries as an ally than an enemy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we Would left you know? Alistair Vosmos's mysterious mansion back into the uh, vault of Lori, and we found our way quite unexpectedly onto the Astral Sea. And we're like, oh, well, hang on, oh, hang on. Right. There's one thing you missed. That thing yeah. you missed is where Tarjux decided it'd be a good idea uh, to not only the hatchling scale for an extended period of time but also take a video of it with the memno fluid yep which has has since resulted in the memno fluid being confiscated away from tara jux it was a i i needed to know Uh uh-huh that that's your curiosity is starting to become a big problem yeah we have pretty much all recent but you know you know and Anyways. then we found our way onto the Astral Sea. Yep. Uh, which was a wrong turn. We did have the items at this point, though. We had found the mm-hmm. items, and then when we backtracked, we ended up in the Astral Sea, which were like, oh, well, that's a problem. And we, we met, met a, uh... a friendly toad, a frog yep. named Toad. Named yep. Toady. A frog named Toady. Yes. <laughs> um, Toady gave us a boat, a dinghy specifically, and yep. said, uh, you know, here's how you navigate the Astral Sea. Go find your home. Right, go and where the wind as soon as we you. get into a problem being a whirlpool with a kraken-like creature in it, we used our... Desmond used his... Deus Ex Machina. Yes. Mm-hmm. You technically shouldn't have had, but... Yeah. <laughs> it's well, like, I'm not sure it would have worked out any better. You are and then uh, prayed to Aquila to send us home, and Aquila's like, meh, sure, whatever, and popped us into the regular sea instead of the astral one. Yep. Uh, we briefly stopped by Farrock and Desmond's uh, abbey, the hometown. It's not mine. We didn't get to have any oh. cool, like, 
the Abbey of the Everseas is where Falrock was before the campaign started. Yeah. It's where he was living in exile away from Agaton after having burned up Aldraxion. Strictly speaking, I got super shifty. Yeah, strictly yep, speaking, you are a pirate. Is a, you know not welcome at the Abbey of the Everseas. Yeah. The reason then Marvod shows up and is like, "What the hell are you all doing?" Well, you sent like... a message to Lori. Yeah. 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 The the contents of which were, and I quote, "Yetus Yetus Ellipticus, Ronald Reagan Eversee." Yep. Yep. And we got a winky face back, and then Mar- uh-huh. Marvaggio showed up. <laughs> yep. Teleported us back. We cashed in the quest. Lori gave us some sweet cash and the promise of an I-O-U. unspecified IOU magic item thing to be exchanged later. And then we headed back home to go to the Teliferous for some well-needed rest. And we found and a weird door yep. in the so side of a mountain. A door inside of a mountain. And then we're like, we right, go, might as well. Go in and find some sort of like ancient city that yep. has been abandoned for thousands of years that had every that was mining every type of metal or even ores that aren't supposed to exist in an ore form yep. yeah and uh we it, it goes way down like all yep. the way down we spent and way too long wandering and we then... find a, a hole that goes into the uh the anchor storm the anchor storm and of course we the, the board. we dropped Tarajux in because yeah. sure that oh, was no. a good idea. It was and a great idea. It, it had the side effect of working. Uh, <laughs> yep. It just you know by crazy random happenstance, uh, Tarajux or I guess now Zuchirat since he Possibly. might be We're opposite not Tarajux. Sure Tarajux is still Tarajux. Well, I am. I don't know about the rest of the party. I'm well, Tarajux has been acting curious. weird. He's been very controlled instead of chaotic. So, yeah. It's very suspicious. Different. But anyways. You would be too if you've seen the things I've seen. If the pure guy put in him. Yep. Hopefully. <laughs> Maybe finally. Attack God. ships on fire off the coast of Orion. <laughs> anyways. Sea beams glittering in the dark near Tannhauser gates. <laughs> we wandered a long ways more. Uh... And ran into metal spider webs, which we had a, an earth elemental break through for us. Uh, mm-hmm. Then we found the spider, and it dropped a metal web net onto the earth elemental, shredding it immediately. And we're like, this is a combat encounter. We don't want to combat this. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. I know what to do. Not talk. I will. I'll just do what I always do, which is flatter our enemies. Yep. And uh, it worked for once, which was weird. It actually worked. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we left. And we leave, and, you know, that one could have just... More. Wandered yep. some more. Wandered into a massive cave, found a city, decided to go investigate it. Fought some drow. And, yep. and dwarven driders? Tried to say hi to some drow, and instead... Got shot at. Attacked. They shot first. They did. Leolin had a really hard time with that. Yep. But we and killed them, and then we left. And we, we left were like, you know what? We don't want to fight a whole city of drow. Let's leave. Yep. And we did. And we left all the way back up to the surface. We left all the way back, continuing to back up the entire way. Uh, we arrived back at Teliferous, 
And Lady Blossom is there is like, hey, somebody kidnapped your botanists. Yep. <laughs> and that's where we last left our heroes. So, yeah, that's 108 episodes of The Alchemist Club condensed down into an hour and 45 minutes or so. Negle- yeah. Well, uh, we've neglected to mention that Basil and Ivy went to a college reunion. Yeah, they did that as soon as we landed back at the Hatchling Horn. So, so we we're going back to yet. Jux. <laughs> They could have been kidnapped by Lady Blossom. We don't know. Yeah, I was about to say, they've been kidnapped. We don't know by who. Yeah. Find out next time on The Alchemist Club, Act 3. Is it Act 3? Are we, are we just now in Act 3? I'm declaring that it's Act 3. Okay. Is this um, Act 3 Part 207? Nope. Nope. Act 3. All right. Why not just Episode 110? <laughs> find out there yet. in episode 110 part are we in 109 <laughs> are we counting this as 109 i'm not sure this if this is going to be 109 or if this is going to be like just the recap episode the special yeah the soap opera episode it kind of is though where you just kind of go over what happened last time call yeah. it start of act three recap Maybe we should start doing these every 30 episodes so it's not an hour and a half recap. (laughs) We'll probably probably do this again next time there's a major campaign transition. Sure. Um, Works for me. The original... (laughs) The the idea was really floated as a belated, we should have done this for episode 100. And I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Probably should have done it for episode 50. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, here's what you do. Just edit this and break it up into um like episode 50 just truncate all of our rambling <laughs> bullshit and like right after eyeballs in the muscle and then um so like after Braca gives us our like job cut that and make that one recap and then just take the other half of this and make that the recap from 50 to 100. Well, the thing is that we're not sure that we can insert episodes into Podbean. Oh, yeah, I don't shoot, not, you're right. Without like completely removing them and then reposting them. Yeah. So, never anyway, mind. Um, hopefully, new listeners found that even mildly palatable, <laughs> and we haven't scared you off. Um, it's not a good podcast, but it's made with love. It's ours. A podcast. <laughs> I I honestly like top shelf mediocrity for a tagline. <laughs> it's got heart, damn it. It does. I yeah. you know what? I'm proud of the setting. I'm proud of the world yeah. that I made. We make I'm, a damn good I'm podcast. I'm proud of my, my party members. Damn good. Yeah. Um, I think for the amount of like monetary amounts of money we put into it and like time and stuff yeah I, really I, I guess new listeners if you're still here <laughs> two hours into our recap uh we don't <laughs> like we we lose money on this podcast we pay to host it and i mean we're all a bunch of like poor 30 something you know millennials struggling to make it through the world so we don't have the highfalutin audio setup of the McElroy brothers or 
Uh, yeah, know. and none of us invested in GameStop, so we're kind you know. of past Speak the point of yeah. Do, do you have GameStop? <laughs> they don't have the <laughs> Not stock much, market in Oregon. Well, um, better than the rest of us. We'll we'll ride your coattails to greatness then. Good, uh, good Rock job, to the moon. Uh, Joe. Name dropping yeah. the McElroys. That's going to be really good for our SEO. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so we're not we're we don't Matt don't Mercer. Have... Matt Mercer. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting to critical role. <laughs> we're not we're not those podcasts. We are this one. <laughs> yeah. We're very proud to be this one too. Um, so, if you're still here, thank you for listening. I hope that made even a little bit of sense, and maybe it'll encourage you to, you know, give us a download uh, as we continue to upload more episodes. Um, I don't really know how to close this one out. Where can we be found if they want to interact with us on social media for some reason? Well, or send in fan mail. <laughs> we love fan mail. We, we love, love it. fan mail. We very rarely get it, and it's usually from like the same three people. But <laughs> fan fan art is especially we, yes. we love fan art. Um, <laughs> God, we're really not selling this. Nope. Uh, so if you wanted to get in touch with us for some reason, you can do so at the Alchemist Club eighty eight at gmail.com or the alchemists club 88 at gmail.com we have two email addresses because we're very good at things um you can find us people to be confused yeah i don't think i've ever received a mail or a letter at the alchemists club they've all been to the alchemist club because people just they hate that extra ass oh yeah it's awful um you can find our, our lovely podcast on Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you do decide to listen, go ahead and leave us a nice review. Um, you know, tell your friends about it because we obviously have no means of advertising other than word of mouth. Uh, and we have a Twitter handle, at Alchemist underscore club. I don't think anybody's used it in like a year. No, we haven't used that in a while. But it exists. Um, so you could, if you tweet at us, I'm sure one of our email addresses will get notification. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a thing. Um, so I've been Joe, your host, the dungeon master of the alchemist club, creator of the world that we mentioned fully one hour into our recap episode. Yeah. Um, go us. We're very good at things. And, uh, my adventuring party here is. Daniel playing Chet Fleet. Kale, who plays Desmond. I'm Zach and I play Falrock. I'm Matt and I play Leolin. I'm Waffle and I play Tarajux Heiko. This week for Patreon Gold subscribers, we'll be sending out Mecha Falrock Funko Pops, so look for that in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> this is a long-standing joke, new listeners who may or may not exist. We don't have a Patreon. We have never had a Patreon. <laughs> I don't know that we'll when we ever actually have a do. We won't show for it like we are now. <laughs> so naturally, because we don't have one, we Speak constantly show our Patreon. Um, yeah, no, we won't show like we are now. We'll show twice as hard, of course. Hello. So, we are the Alchemist Club. If you are new, welcome. I hope you enjoy listening. Um, if you're an old old fan. I hope that this recap was amusing and brought back some pleasant memories. Mm. And thank you, as always, for joining us.